Welcome to Drunk Bible Study. This show's mission is to read every single word of the greatest story ever told. A warning to our listeners, the hosts of this show are sinners, but they're doing their best. There will be drinking and there may be some swears. They did say they'd try to keep it clean, but I wouldn't put my money on it. I'm Emily, and this is Drunk Bible Study, where my good friends Dedeker and Jace teach me, a born and raised atheist, all about the Bible. Jason Dedeker, hope you're doing better than I am today. Aw, Emily is a very sick lady today. Uh, yeah, yikes. We could I pray am. for this you. This is like the most I've talked. Oh, thanks. Thanks a lot. I appreciate that. That's a good, um, I like that response. That's good. It's, oh, oh, thanks. 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 <laughs> well, I don't know. I mean, anyone who grew up in the church... Or at least the evangelical church. Okay, I have to keep hedging it. This was my experience growing up in the there evangelical church was that I'll pray for you or I'll pray about it was your default answer to basically get through any conversation or get out of any obligation. Do you, you think know? anyone actually did pray? Oh, I think they did. Yeah, yeah, yeah I think, I think so. they did. But as a response, it's just this perfect filler response. You know, so it's like someone asks you to do something that you don't really want to do. Uh, you could be like, I'll pray about it. <laughs> I was informed recently that my partner's mother prays for me. So, oh, that's thanks. Nice. I'm only about you have more than just her praying for you, Emily. Yeah, I think. Who? I bet there's a lot of people. Actually, my mom prays for you. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tamra. <laughs> Tam. A lot of people. Yeah. 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 No, but it was maybe I all know, the people listening was, to the show pray yeah, for me. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Or a lot of you've just opened up to me about some really difficult struggle in your life, and I don't know what to say or how to support you, so I'm just going to say I'll pray for you. Mm, I see. Uh, yeah. Um. So it's it's kind of this catch-all, I suppose. Okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. I think the actual intent to pray for someone is not a bad intent. However, just the kind of the general, uh slap a band-aid on it kind of approach of the whole i'll pray for you or i'll pray about it i don't know how i feel about but yeah i'm sure it's good intentions yeah yeah definitely yeah yeah i realized for a long time when i was younger that praying was really really just sort of a form of like contemplation or reflection that i was doing meditation but not quite not quite kind of a little more a little more um uh, I don't want to say more active than meditation, but like a little more... More di- dialogic? Yeah, a little bit more like formulating <laughs> it in a dialogue, yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that it, that it, so I have found that in modern times, um, <laughs> I, <laughs> I will still do something like it sometimes when I feel like I want that kind of centeringness of huh. just sort of like huh. kind of clarifying some of my thoughts or feelings about something um, when I don't want to like sit in journal or it's not quite big enough that I want to do that, um, that I'll do something sort of like praying, even though I'm not personally addressing it to any particular thing that I believe exists. See, for me, if I catch myself praying, that's a red flag. <laughs> really? Yeah, no, it's a red flag Wait, to me. Wait, what kind of red flag? Yeah, about what? Okay, if I catch myself doing something that feels like prayer to me, as in... 
trying to put out some kind of like magical thinking manifestation or praying to just mm. like whoever's listening, like, oh gosh, I hope this thing doesn't happen. Or can you make it so that this thing happens? If I catch myself doing that, that is a 100% indicator to me that like stuff's out of control in my life. Interesting. Huh, because I yeah. don't do that all the time. I haven't right. really done that since I was young, since I was a Christian. Um, it, you know, I meditate and stuff like that. But if I've switched into that kind of thinking of just like kind of trying to magical thinking my way mm. into a situation, then I'm like, oh, okay, I need to take a step back and find a way to calm down or find a way to actually get my stuff in order or something like that. I think that's a whole interesting discussion that would be cool to have sometime, maybe with maybe next time we have a guest or something, but to talk about like, like prayer culture and kind of like huh. what prayer was. Cause I do think that, that I knew a lot Has of it people. Changed? Well, no, no. I mean like for individual people or within certain churches or within certain social groups. Cause I know a lot of people who for them prayer is very much like what Dedeker was just describing where prayer is is like manifesting or it's like just asking for a certain outcome or it's like a way of feeling like you can influence things you can't really influence. Um, and that wasn't how I was raised to think about it. I was kind of raised to think like that's not what prayer is for and you shouldn't do that, huh. but that's inappropriate really? to do. Um, oh, see, it implies that you know better formula, than though. God. It I was implies... given a prayer formula though oh, to formula. follow. Okay. Yeah. Cause I think my initial, initial, like when you're a kid, it was kind of like, God is kind of like Santa <laughs> and uh-huh. you ask Thank him. Thank goodness you're telling me all this. Cause I was going to like be ignorant and be like, how do you pray? So there seems to be like different ways. Well, I, yeah, okay. it can really, it can really vary. Yeah. Yeah. So I yeah. was given the prayer formula of you start out by praising God. Yeah. That's important. You can't, rush straight to the ask. <laughs> uh-huh. You got to start out with you praising know God. How much you care about him. And thanking God for the stuff you do have. Mm-hmm. Um, then you make the ask. Then you close out with some more praise and maybe thanks. Okay. So it's sure. a compliment sandwich. It's a compliment sandwich <laughs> with the Lord. <laughs> yeah. Well, but okay, but that's, you know, that's a good question. Emily, what was your perception of prayer when you were growing up? Not, you know, as someone who doesn't really participate in it. Well, initially I was like, oh yeah, it's just asking for things. But then when, you know, you, you talk about other people, well, yeah, I mean, maybe it is then because it's like, if Josh's mom is praying for me, I'm I'm assuming she's like, I'm praying that Emily is doing good and stuff. And maybe that she'll come into your light one day, God. Maybe. Who knows? Who knows what she's praying for? Yeah. It's a... Big ask, but yeah, I don't know. Perhaps uh, I'm not sure if that's actually what's going on, but yeah, that's that's kind of what I perceived it to be. Mm. Like it, that, if you are praying for someone, it's like praying for their well being to a degree. Yeah, or yeah, someone's sick, so, yeah. you know, just kind of yes, putting forward coming some, back around exactly. Right, everyone lifting lifting you up. Me. We're gonna lift Emily up today. Uh-huh. Yeah, that the Lord Thanks. will speed her healing right. and her recovery. But anyway, yeah, I think give her re- hey, you're interrupting my I'm prayer. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I thought you were done. I, t- I can never tell I when these things sn- are finished. I kind of sneakily <laughs> rope things into a prayer. Okay. So. Okay, great. <clears throat> um anyway, I I do think it's interesting cuz like I don't really know what other people's experience was of like what they thought prayer was, how they were taught to do it. Think cuz mm. I never got a prayer formula, and I wonder how different that is. We also moved a lot when I was a kid, so I went to a lot of different churches and got a variety of different denominations and different congregations and different people kind of with their own takes on kind of what 
is good and not good when it comes to praying. Anyway, I'd, I'd love to talk about that sometime with a guest. But wait, if you're not praying, if you're not asking for something, what are you doing when you're praying? Oh, it can. I mean, I guess there's an element of asking, but it's, I guess, more of a question of, are you asking for a specific outcome? Or is it more like, I'm seeking like clarity or guidance on like uh, what choice I should make, which is a little it different. Could also or, be uh, more like your angel cards, <laughs> sort a little of bit like, like those, yeah. Well, but it could also be. I think I saw a lot of examples of prayer where it could just be you verbalizing that you are going to just give this up to God and kind of verbalizing your letting go, yeah, essentially of the situation yeah. and knowing like, yeah, and, and Lord, I trust you, and I know that you have a plan, and I know that this will all figured out. Fig- you know, this will all get figured out. It'd be great if you figured it out this particular way, but <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, yeah. <clears throat> All right, wow, well, what a, let's... a great little discourse on prayer. Yeah, y'all. indeed. I hope you all us. Reach it. out Please to us on Twitter and pray. on Instagram and all the places. Let us know what you think about prayer. Yeah, um, should we read a Bible today? I think we should. Okay. What did we talk about last time? But, now you're turning I back mean... on me. <laughs> Well, we well, finished I our mean, we finished our previously on, I think. Right? Did we reach the end of it or is that like all of Deuteronomy? No, I think we did reach No, the, I think we reached yes. it. Yeah. Yes, I think we did. And there was some talk about Og, the king of Bashan and his cool ass bed. Mm, mhm. How tall he was. It was a big bed. He's yeah. a big boy. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And wasn't it made of steel or, or wrought iron. iron or something? Yeah. 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 Uh yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> Sorry. I don't want to go into it now, but Dedeker and I went down a big rabbit hole of like mattress and bed technology history <laughs> the other day. Um, trying to understand uh, I why think you people... should share with well, us we were... <laughs> uh, during a bonus time. During the bonus. We'll, we'll talk about it then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I did see a man who could have been related to Og or in that whole thing oh, yeah? um, in the tribe when I was at the Magic Castle with our friends mm. uh, last Saturday. Yeah. there. This man must have been like... He was probably like seven feet tall. Goodness. It wow. was he was just outrageously huge. But if you look at that and then like it, like these guys, the Og and all of them, what, they were like thirteen feet? Supposedly that's kind of what we calculated based wow. on Well, his bed was thirteen feet tall. Yeah. So he but might have still, been a little less than that, but still that's pretty tall. Yeah. Like what, twelve feet? Can yeah. what? Can you imagine? Maybe he would he just have hit the ceiling a, of the magic castle. Maybe he just liked having a big old bed. You don't know. <laughs> maybe. Maybe. Yeah, I, maybe. I would like a bigger bed, but yes. Yeah. All right. What are we drinking today? Boy, uh, let's see. I'm gonna be drinking a green label beer today which is basically the sort of middle-of-the-road beer you drink in Japan. <laughs> That's my impression <laughs> okay. of it. It's not bad. Yeah. Uh, I'm drinking a horoyoi, which we've talked about on the show before. It means half-drunk. They're these basically slightly alcoholic sodas that are great. Um, mm-hmm. Mine is a Here. cassis and orange flavor. And oh, that sounds ca- nice. Cassis? Ca- cassis? I don't know. In Japanese, they call, ca- it cassis. they call it cassis. So, um, no, <laughs> cassis? Cassis? Uh I have no idea what that is, and uh, but it's really popular in Japan. They love it. And I finally Googled it, and it is a syrupy blackcurrant liqueur produced uh, mainly in Burgundy. So it's kind of a delicious wow. like blackcurrant and orange, little mixy flavor drinky thing, and I love it. Yeah. That's awesome. What about you, Emily? Tell us about what you're uh, drinking on this <laughs> sick day. So I'm double fisting it over here because I didn't <laughs> want to like deprive myself of some fun 
But, um, yeah, and I'm not on any, like, medication or anything. I'm just, like, going the homeopathic route here of trying to <laughs> cure myself. But with that, I am drinking both a Rosé Brut by Underwood that's in a can. It's actually nice. really good. But, yeah, um, Trader Joe's, mm. you, you can get a bunch of crazy stuff there. Uh, but along with that, I am drinking a homemade, uh, like, tonic, basically, tea it's hot, of ginger that's been cut up and simmered, lemon juice, cayenne pepper, and garlic, and a little maple syrup to taste. Wow. It is like drinking soup, like a like kind of a ginger-garlic soup. You know, that it's soup really that intense. everyone loves yeah, my drinks favorite all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not good, but it's. I hope it does the trick. I really do. I mean, is it making you feel any better? Uh, at the moment, yeah, I'm sitting down. I'm talking to the two of you. I'm having some wine. Yeah, I'm, I'm, be- I'm feeling better. Okay, but, that's, that's an endorsement. Yeah, it was solid. You heard me at the beginning of this. I was very irritable, and I'm a little bit less mm. so. So that's good. It's true. I mean, that yeah. might be the rosé more so than the ginger <laughs> garlic soup. Maybe, but-, but you know what? I'll take what I can get. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. So today we're going to be reading Deuteronomy five, six, and seven. We actually have three chapters today, so we can each read one of those. Um, so yeah, five, six, and seven. And as we get started, we want to remind everybody to read responsibly and drink responsibly. You can drink along with us or you can listen while you're in the car. But please do not do both at the same time. And with that, we're on to Deuteronomy 5. Oh boy, here we go. This is definitely the most I've uh, talked all day today. Okay. (laughs) Moses called to all Israel and said to them, Hear, Israel, the statutes and the ordinances which I speak in your ears this day, (laughs) that you may learn them and observe to do them. Okay, more statutes and ordinances. It's been a second since we've done this, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, a couple episodes since we've had some statutes and ordinances, <laughs> mm-hmm. maybe three episodes. Yeah, it feels like like a little while. Okay. Yahweh, our God, has made a covenant with us in Horeb. Yahweh didn't make this covenant with our fathers, but with us, even us, who are all of us here alive this day. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, we're standing here, so we're alive, Moses. Yeah. Cool. Yahweh spoke with your face. Oh, sorry. <laughs> what? With you face. I thought that it said he spoke with your face. <laughs> that was pretty. I wouldn't put. That's, I wouldn't put it past them to yeah, say something like that. <laughs> yeah, but no, he spoke with you face to face on the mountain out of the midst of the fire. I stood between Yahweh and you at the time to show you the word of Yahweh, for you were afraid of, because of the fire and didn't go up onto the mountain, saying. I am Yahweh your God, who bought, brought you out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. You shall have no other gods before me. I remember this. This okay. was back before the golden calf. Oh, yeah. We're, we're kind of recapping the Ten Commandments, maybe? We did preview yeah. that that would, get, would happen. Exactly. Wait, how long ago was that? Like The Ten Commandments? Like Year-wide? Well, yeah. Like how you long mean in our timeline or in the Israelites' timeline? Uh, I don't know. In, in the... In the history of the world's timeline, <laughs> yeah, is there a difference between ours and the Israelites? Well, no, she I, meant like, like the podcast. How timeline. many episodes ago, or yes. like how many? No, years? no, no. Sorry, the Israelites. We're talking about the world. Like, how long has it been since they 
were up on this mountain and the <laughs> commandments were made into the stone face. Well, okay. From Bible, Biblehub.com slash timeline, Moses receives the commandments in 1446 BC. Okay. 1446, and now we're in Deuteronomy, which is 1406. So, 40 years? Yeah. It's weird to go backwards in time and I, have that I actually know, right? be forwards. I'm yeah. like, what? Okay. <laughs> it's like we're in Australia or something. <laughs> like everything's flipped on its head. Okay. <laughs> it swirls down the other way. Time, yeah. that exactly. Is. Time goes exactly. down the toilet the other way. <laughs> Okay, so 40 years. So conceivably, some of these people are new people, and some of the people who were there are dead. Well, I think all of them, except for a couple, would be dead, right? Cause yeah, that was the Well, that's the thing. So why is he saying this? Because it's he's new like, people. They weren't there. He's got to review it with no, them. No, it is confusing, though, because he's yes, saying... Yes, exactly. But, but God gave this with us and not with your father. But yeah, I think the he's timeline's ex- weird. Yeah, that, okay. That is confusing. That's why I'm asking. I'm like, what? Because you sure, Mose? Yeah. You sure, Mosey? Unless, unless it's one of these things where the timeline of Deuteronomy jumps back a little bit. Or, or, uh-huh. or is he saying this in a way of like, this isn't something, this isn't a covenant that Yahweh made that you can think about it like, oh, he made that with our fathers with our previous generation. So we don't need to worry about it. And Moses is reiterating, uh, no, no, no. Speaking it's more still relevant to us today. It's not just, huh. maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe. Yeah. So this is his kind of reminder to the new people. Hey, this is with us, not just our fathers. Yes. Okay. Huh. Okay. 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 Uh, sure. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. So you shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make an engraved image for yourself, nor any likeness of anything that is in heaven above, or that is in the earth beneath, or that is in the water under the earth. <laughs> you should, I don't know if that's how earth works, Moses, but sure. <laughs> you shall not bow, bow down yourself to them, nor serve them, for I, Yahweh, your God, am a jealous God. Yeah, no, no poop. You are. <laughs> Visiting the iniquity of the fathers on the children. And on the third and on the fourth generation of those who hate me and showing loving kindness to thousands of those who love me and keep my commandments. Okay. There's a lot to unpack there. What's happening? So, So, visiting the iniquity of fathers on the children and on the third and on the fourth generation. He's reiterated this a couple times before that if you do something wrong... I know I'm a forgiving oh. and loving kind God, but if you do something wrong, I'm not just going to punish you. I'm going to punish your children and your children's children and your children's children's children. And in this case, I say four generations. Yeah, I, I see. Okay. And then I'm going to show loving kindness to those who love me and keep my commandments. And by loving okay. kindness, I mean, I'm going to allow them to live and not die in a fire. No, he gives them so, like, you know, the ability to mess people up in battle and take their lands sure, and, okay, not, and not feel bad about it. That's he gives it. them that. That is, um, the paragon of loving kindness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. So he's so basically God's blackmailing everyone. It's, I don't know. Maybe not blackmailing. Blackmail is not like, quite the right word. It's yeah. just that he doesn't well, really love okay, them he's like, unconditionally. It's kind of a conditional love. Oh, it's conditional for sure. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. 100% okay, fine. conditional. Cool. Cool. So you shall not take the name of Yahweh your God in vain. Whoops. Done that a lot in my life. For Yahweh will not hold him guiltless who takes his name in vain. Observe the Sabbath day to keep it holy as Yahweh your God commanded you. 
Six days you shall labor and do all your work, but the seventh day is Sabbath to Yahweh your God. In it, you shall not do any work, you nor your son, nor your daughter, nor your manservant, nor your maidservant, nor your ox. Well, okay. I guess you you won't put the animals to to work. work. Yeah. I'm just like, like, what what if if a dog like starts digging and then technically he's working, right? What What if if it picks up sticks? Exactly. What if he just wants to play and you're like, we got to kill this animal, which is horrible. What if he fetches your slippers? Uh, No. Or your paper? Yeah. Like, can't do that. Seriously, it's awful. So, nor your ox, nor your donkey, nor any of your cattle, nor your stranger who is who is within your gates that your manservant and your maidservant may rest as well as you. I mean, I do appreciate that that Yahweh does throw that in there. That it's like, the Sabbath day is a day of rest, not just for you, but for everyone here. who Everyone who's in your tribe. You know, you can't just be like, well, that's my day to not do anything while I make my servants do extra work, you know? No, totally. Yeah. (laughs) I do like that because I'm watching this HBO show, Succession, about like a bunch of like very, very wealthy, like Rupert Murdoch types. Uh And they all have manservant and Mm. maidservant type people. And I'm like... They definitely don't give them a day off, I feel. Mm. Maybe they do, but but yeah. It's nice that God just incorporated that in there for everyone. Everyone. All right. Uh, where am I? Ah, you shall remember that you were a servant in the land of Egypt, and Yahweh your God brought you out of there by a mighty hand and by an outstretched arm. Therefore, Yahweh your God commanded you to keep the Sabbath day. Honor your father and your mother as Yahweh your God commanded you, that your days may be long and that it may go well with you in the land of Yahweh, which your God gives you. So we're like doing a crash course in like the Ten Commandments, right? Is that what this is? Yeah. Reiterating these still stand. But I mean, he's clarifying some of them a little bit more than they were last time, I thought. I felt like last time when we read the Ten Commandments, we it kind of we blew through it a lot faster than I. Well, last time, yeah, really? we blew I through. I feel like we're blowing through it again. Well, we blew through the Ten Commandments, and then it was all the bylaws. Forever. Right, all the clarifications. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. true. Wonder if we're going to do that again. <laughs> Maybe. How fun. Okay. You shall not murder, neither shall you commit adultery, neither shall you steal, neither shall you give false testimony against your neighbor, neither shall you covet your neighbor's wife, neither shall you desire your neighbor's house, his field, or his manservant, or his maidservant, his ox, or his donkey, or anything that is your neighbor's. Don't you be looking at his ox, <laughs> or his yeah. donkey. I know That's he's got funny. that real strong ox, but no, you can't want it. Don't covet that. Was that 10? I, I guess it might have been. So... Yeah, okay. Those These words Yahweh spoke to all your assembly on the mountain, out of the midst of the fire, of the cloud of the thick darkness, with a great voice. And he added, no more. I mean... Except for all the other stuff that he added. <laughs> yeah. But I guess what? didn't add more to that particular list to everyone. Right? He added more than mm-hmm. he said just to Moses, but this was to everyone, I guess. Well, it still was didn't to Moses. Moses it still was that through Moses. Yeah, yeah, it was still through Moses. But I guess they confusing saw it. Book. Yeah. But they yeah. saw it there. Like the fire was there and everyone was in front of it. And Moses just had to translate as, as always. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, okay. So he added no more. He wrote them on two tablets of stone and gave them to me. It happened when you heard the voice out of the midst of the darkness while the mountain was burning with fire that you came near to me. 
even all the heads of your tribes and your elders. And you said, behold, Yahweh, our God, has shown us his glory and his greatness. And we have heard his voice out of the midst of the fire. We have seen this day that God does speak with man and he lives. Meaning like God lives? Yeah. 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 Basically, the, the okay. Yahweh is real, I think is what they okay. saw. Now, therefore, why should we die? For this great fire will consume us if we hear the voice of Yahweh our God any more than we shall die. What? Yeah, I think I think Yahweh said something to that effect of like, if he's you, like, don't listen to me, you'll die. Yeah, that the peoples can't listen directly or they'll die. Okay. Like Yahweh kind of spoke. This was confusing at the time because I remember at, when we were reading this back in Exodus being confused about it of like, because it mentioned at some points, like it's mentioning here, that all the people actually hearing Yahweh's voice. Yeah. But yeah. then other times it's like, no, you can never hear it. It only has to come through Moses. And I remember that being confusing, but here it does imply that they did hear some, which I was not, but then we can't hear more. Yeah. Interesting. Cause his voice is like the Ark of the covenant. Like yeah, his yeah, voice is yeah. that those thunder and lightnings and things that come out of the yeah. Ark. Yeah. Those kind of melt things. people's faces, yeah. I guess. Yeah. He's, he's got one of them voice melting faces. I mean, face, face melting, melting voices. voices. <laughs> <laughs> voice melting faces. Face. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, so, for all there, for who is there all flesh that has heard the voice of the living God speaking out of the midst of the fire as we have and lived? Mm. I mean, Moses, clearly. Yeah, but I guess right. that's part of the we here, right? Oh. Okay. But like we're so, the only people in the world who've heard God or Yahweh speak. Oh, I see. As we have and lived. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. We meaning maybe he and Aaron. I don't know. Did Aaron hear anything? I think he's using more of a general we. Because again, like we're saying that it seems like everyone heard Yahweh speaking this time. Just this once. Okay. Everyone actually heard Yahweh's voice. Except that they weren't. Like this is a different version of the story because actually they were partying it up and down. Yeah. While the Ten Commandments were being put on those tablets of stone, they were, you know, golden calves were springing out of fires, and there yeah. was all this debauchery. <laughs> and no, they didn't hear the voice of Yahweh. But there it's was... like Moses is like retelling this story, and he's like, "I'm just going to gloss over that part because it's kind of embarrassing." Well, and I, maybe and he I destroyed won't. the tablets, and I would really just rather not talk about it. Let's just talk about how penitent you were after the fact. Did you remember? Do you remember when Moses broke the Ten Commandments because he was so pissed? Exactly. Yeah. He's not mentioning that. Well, yeah. we'll see. Let's see. Yeah, he's Let's kind of see. condensing the story. But there was the point where everyone came up and the fire was on the mountain. And I remember it saying that, that Yahweh actually spoke to them. But I do feel yeah. like those were two separate events that maybe are getting condensed into one now. I know, uh, this maybe. is weird. Maybe he like just made a pass for everyone like this one time to hear it. It was like, <laughs> everyone, this is really cool. You get one, okay? You get one time to hear me and then that's it. This is and how no you know more. I mean business. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. Go you near and hear all that Yahweh... What? Go you near and hear all that Yahweh our God shall say and speak you to us all that Yahweh our God shall speak to you and we will hear it and do it. Okay. So Moses is now playing the Israelites telling him to go speak to Yahweh. Yeah. On their behalf. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. This is very confusing. <clears throat> back, in verse, back in verse 24, it said, and you said, and I think we're still in this quote. So, and you, the people, 
in the general sense, said, Behold, Yahweh our God has shown us his glory, yada yada, why should we die? This fire will consume us, for no one has heard this and lived. Go you near and hear all that. So this is this is still part of that quotation. Of, okay. Of, and then you said this. So, Yahweh, is this it, 28? <clears throat> Yahweh uh, yeah. heard the voice of your words? Yeah, so I guess that's the end of the quote then. Okay, so like, yeah. So we you, you go talk. You go talk instead, and we'll believe you this time. I think is <laughs> that's, the, that's cool. the message here. <laughs> we <laughs> promise. And then Moses is like, "You said you would believe me. Yeah, this is what yeah, you exactly. said. I remember. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Yahweh heard the voice of your words when you spoke to me, and Yahweh said to me, "I have heard the voice of the words of the people when they have spoken to you. They have well said all that they have spoken. Oh, that there was <laughs> such a heart in them." That they would fear me and keep all my commandments always, that it might be well with them and with their children forever. Go tell them, return you to your tents. But as for you, stay here by me. I'm sorry. This is really confusing, God. This is really confusing. But as for you, go stand, go you here by no, nope. sorry, damn it. But nope. as for you, stand you here by me, and I will speak to you all the commandment and the statutes and the ordinances which you shall teach them, that they may do them in the land which I give them to possess it. As for you, you Moses, obs- here's the leash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You shall observe to do therefore as God, as Yahweh your God has commanded you. You shall not turn aside to the right hand or to the left. Okay, like stay on the straight and narrow or what? Yeah, That's I guess weird. so, yeah. You shall walk in all the way which Yahweh your God has commanded you, that you may live and that it may be well with you, and that you may prolong your days in the land which you shall possess. It's funny, like, you need to walk in the manner in which I tell you to. Yeah. I think that's I been... I know that's a metaphor, <laughs> but still. That's been clearly part of the relationship from the beginning, though. Ugh, yeah, I know. You know, it's like, do it yeah. exactly as I say. Don't add extra things. Do it exactly like I I'm said. I'm the only one who gets to add extra things. Yeah, well, that's that's And, that's and I will add extra things. <laughs> yeah, Come on, trust let's be me. honest here. Are you ready yeah. for so much extra, really? <clears throat> yeah. Just straight up? Yeah. Okay, All right. we, shall we just carry on then to Deuteronomy Please. 6? Oh, oh, oh boy, here we go. Verse one is, now this is the commandment, the statutes and the ordinances, which Yahweh your God commanded to teach you, that you Uh-oh. might do them in the land where you go over to possess it. So this is that whole chapter that Emily just read was kind of the backstory and the lead up to like, now you better listen to these. And now this is the these. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cool. Okay. <clears throat> uh yeah, when you go over to possess it, that you might fear Yahweh your God to keep all his statutes and his commandments, which I command you, you and your son, and said you twice, which I command you, you and your son and your son's son all the days of your life, and that your days may be prolonged. Wait, that was a weird circular statement. It was like, yeah, these are the, okay, I'm going to simplify. These yeah. are the commandments that I'm giving you that you might i'm going to give you these commandments so that you'll keep these commandments basically like is, well, that no, he's weird, saying, is he just reiterating i'm i got a little lost there well he's saying i'm giving you these commandments so that you will do them in the land where you go to possess so like that you'll do them in this new land 
of Canaan that you've taken okay. or, or that you're going to take. That's still unclear. I guess that you're going to take because Moses is still alive. Um, <clears throat> and But he's not going. He's, he's not allowed. Not, he's not going to go. Yeah. He gets yeah. to look at it. Yeah. Um, but the, so then. Oh, nice. <laughs> so I'm going to teach all these to you so you can do them there and that you'll fear Yahweh and keep his statutes, which I command you and you and your son and your son's son. And that by doing this, all your days may be prolonged. Yep. You got yeah, it. Yeah, so you'll live longer by doing it. Good job. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Oh, cool. Okay. Hear, therefore, Israel, and observe to do it, that it may be well with you, and that you may increase mightily, as Yahweh, the God of your fathers, has promised to you in a land flowing with milk and honey. Mm. Oh. Do we drink for repeated metaphors? Oh, I was already yeah. drinking. So. Okay. Yeah, that's true. And I, was I just, feel like that in that metaphor is going to be there constantly like, throughout yeah. this entire thing. I wonder if it'll be in uh, the New Testament. Oh, well, we'll have to find out. <laughs> in a couple years. <clears throat> yeah. Here, Israel, Yahweh is our God. Yahweh is one. Now, this punctuation is confusing. It goes, here, Israel, colon, Yahweh is our God, semicolon, Yahweh is one. It's like a math problem. Colon, a second colon (laughs) here. And you shall love Yahweh your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Period. Period. All right. These words, which I command you this day, shall be on your heart, semicolon. And you shall teach them diligently to your children and shall talk of them when you sit in your house and when you walk by the way, and when you lie down, and when you rise up. Always talk about them. Just be always talking about them. (laughs) You shall bind them for a sign on your hand, and they shall be symbols between your eyes. Is that like the binding of Isaac? Oh no, that was something else. That happened. That already happened. (laughs) It's that video game, too. Yeah. You shall bind them for a sign on your hand... This is actually a thing in Judaism. Can you write R- write it down really? and I'll look it up for the bonus content? Okay, yeah. For yeah. a sign on your hand. Okay, we'll talk about that later. Uh, and a symbol between your eyes. You shall write them on the doorposts of your house and on your gates. Uh. It shall be when Yahweh your God shall bring you into the land which he swore to your fathers, to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob, to give you great and goodly cities, which you... <laughs> goodly city. <laughs> this is great. Great and goodly cities, which you didn't build. Which you didn't build. They just were there for you. Yeah. You barely deserve them, honestly. Yeah. He totally like, goes on and on about how little they deserve all this. Yeah. And houses full of all good things, which you didn't fill. And cisterns wow. dug out, which you didn't dig. Jeez. Vineyards and olive trees, which you didn't plant and you shall eat and be full. Then beware, lest you forget Yahweh, who brought you forth out of the land of Egypt, out of the house of bondage. He's already, okay. he's just like, already establishing this, this custom of children, I mean, of parents guilting their children 
for all the things that they do for them. Oh, that's very oh, true. It's yeah. like maybe well, that was just my childhood. I gave I don't you know. everything that I have ever, you know, used or whatever that I have ever like. I cook your meals. I clean in my life. the house. Yeah. I make sure you go to school. I pay the bills. And you don't do any work for those. Yeah, yeah. I heard a I heard a thing recently that said like you know don't say that kind of stuff to your kids because the kids didn't ask to be on this planet. You put them here, so... It's true. It is kind Whoa. of... Well... Yeah. I like that. I like I, that. I, I actually do like that, yeah. yeah. It is kind of funny, because I, I do think that the parents' intention with that is just to, like, get their kid to be kind of grateful or understand how lucky they are, stop being so entitled and complaining. But then at the same time, it is kind of like a not very productive conversation, because what can you say to that as a kid? Right. <laughs> so totally. like, yeah. okay, fine, I'll like, go get cool. a job as a 10-year-old. Right. Oh! <laughs> That's Yeah, exactly. It makes me think of this funny article I read about, like sort of a response to the baby boomers complaining about millennials being super entitled and whatever, and then kind of being like, as a millennial, we didn't ask for participation trophies. Yeah. You were the ones who were so insecure about your own lives that you had to give them to us. So like, Whoa, <laughs> yeah, Yahweh, you're the one who gave us the freaking participation trophies. You're the one who gave us these very rigid, inflexible laws. And now you're complaining when we can't follow right. them exactly to the letter. You told us we yeah. had to go to Canaan and take this land. And now you're guilting us. You've ordered us to love you, which <laughs> totally is ironic. Oh, boy. Okay, where did I leave off? I lost my place. Uh, you left. Full of good things. Yes. You'll eat and be full. Uh. Oh, verse 13. You shall fear Yahweh your God, and him you shall serve and shall swear by his name. You shall not go after other gods of the gods of the peoples who are around about you. For Yahweh your God in the midst of you is a jealous God. Lest the anger of Yahweh your God be kindled against you, and he destroy you from off the face of the earth. It's just, you have to love me, and if you make me too jealous, I'm literally going to kill you. I will literally Gracious. erase it's you from the face of the earth. such a bad model. I, I'm i <sighs> sorry. It's, okay, I'm not going to say anything else. Keep going. What if you're like, I, I think it's fine. I don't know. <laughs> He's an okay guy, I guess. Not good enough. Would you, you be killed for that? It, <laughs> oh, I see. If you're just sort of mediocre about it, if you're like, yeah, yeah, if you're fairly ambivalent either way, you know, it's the weird irony that if you were just okay with this God, you wouldn't have the tolerance to handle all of these very strict bylaws and statutes and stuff. Suppose, you would have yeah. to love him. But then that's or, kind of canceled out by the him. fact that yeah. he's ordered you to love and fear him. So, hmm. I don't know. I mean, Alan Watts talks about how Judeo-Christianity and Judeo-Christian values are kind of based in this, like, God as a king kind of situation, yeah. right? you know, as opposed right. to different traditions that treat God or any kind of all-supreme power as, like, a slightly different relationship. But this is very much the, like, the king who literally does have the power to either cut off your head right in that instant, um, or, I guess, what well, what's a good thing a king could do for you? Give you land. Give you land. That's, that's usually what kings did. Wow, it's, li- it's literally that. It is literally, it is literally that, yeah. that. It's like a give you land or I can upon... cut off your head. Yeah, no, he's giving them land contingent upon whether or not they actually like do these things. Like how precisely you can bow and scrape. Yeah, no, that is very much like that that king model. Yeah, for sure. Uh-huh. That's 100% like how kings Anyway, would... Alan Watts then goes on to say that, like, how can you build a democracy when your country is also in this foundation of the universe uh, being a monarchy? Whoa. I'll leave y'all to think about that conundrum. Let's keep reading the Bible. Okay. Yikes. Yeah. 
You shall not tempt Yahweh your God as you tempted him in Massa. T- tempt him to what? To destroy you? I think so, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Two were good and three were bad and blah, 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 blah. Our movements. I guess that must Six be what it okay. was. Yeah. 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 <laughs> You shall diligently keep the commandments of Yahweh your God and his testimonies and his statutes, which he has commanded you. You shall do that which is right and good in the sight of Yahweh, that it may be well with you, and that you may go in and possess the good land which Yahweh swore to your fathers, to thrust out all your enemies from before you as Yahweh has spoken. When your son asks you in time to come, saying, what mean the testimonies and the statutes and the ordinances? What mean the testimonies? <laughs> yeah. What mean the testimonies, the statutes and the ordinance which Yahweh your God has commanded you? Daddy? 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 What mean Daddy? these? Daddy? Daddy? Oh. What mean these crazy sounding testimonies? Then you shall tell your son, we were Pharaoh's bond servants in Egypt, and Yahweh brought us out of Egypt with a mighty hand. And Yahweh shone signs and wonders, <laughs> great and sore, on Egypt, uh, on Pharaoh, uh, and on all his house before our eyes. Yeah, you can say that again. He killed all the firstborns. He did. And a bunch of other stuff. Daddy, are you talking about infanticide? Oh, yes. That's exactly son. what I'm talking about. Oh, yes. And he brought us out from there that he might bring us in to give us the land which he swore to our fathers. You mean all those people we killed? (laughs) Yahweh commanded us to do all these statutes to fear Yahweh our God, for our good always, that he might preserve us alive, (laughs) as at this day. It shall be righteousness to us if we observe to do all this commandment before Yahweh our God, as he has commanded us. So, Daddy, is is that why you had to cut off my foreskin? (laughs) Yes, yes, son, that's why. Is that why I watched you feed poison? To mommy? Daddy? Yep. Oh, no. How yep. sad. Yep. It, was, it wasn't poison. It was radiation, but oh. sure. It was radiation. That was our ridiculous theory. Yeah. I, we already talked about this so long ago. Yeah. Yeah, I, I know. I know we <laughs> talked about it, but I thought that it was like dirt and stuff. Yeah, but ra- like, radioactive dirt. Yeah, radioactive the, fallout dirt. That was the theory, yeah. You know? Yeah. From cool. the nuclear reactor inside the arc. Yeah. I see. Yeah. Okay. Got it. Got it. Got it. I remember now. Yeah. All right. Deut- <laughs> Good theory. Deuteronomy seven. Okay. I'm not. I'm not a little child anymore, right? <laughs> no. You're. I mean, that would be painful for you to read this <laughs> whole would. chapter in that right. kid voice. When Yahweh your God shall bring you into the land where you go to possess it, and shall cast out many nations before you, the Hittite and the Girgashite. And Ger- who's a Girgashite? Gerber baby. What a name. The Girgashite. <laughs> And the Amorite, and the Canaanite, and the Perizzite, and the Hivite, and the Jebusite, seven nations greater and mightier than you. Mm-hmm. And when Yahweh your God shall deliver them up before you, and you shall strike them, then you shall utterly destroy them. Holy moly. You shall make Whoa. no covenant Whoa. with them, nor show mercy to them. Neither shall you Gosh. make marriages with them. Your daughter you shall not give to his son nor his daughter shall you take to your son. For he will turn away your son from following me, that they may serve other gods. Uh, wow, this is like, yeah, you can't like have two people in two different religions be together. Basically, because one of them's oh, going to... Oh, yeah. 
pull yeah. away the other one. It's annoying. Jeez. For he will turn away your son from following me, that they may serve other gods. So will the anger of Yahweh be kindled against you, and he will destroy you quickly. (laughs) (laughs) Betty will. will. But thus shall you deal with them. You shall break down their altars, and dash in pieces their pillars, (sighs) Mm. and hew down their asherim. We looked this up for a bonus content once. Do you remember what it was? I think she was a goddess. Uh, okay. Mm. I think she was maybe the one who, maybe in certain traditions, was Yahweh's wife, actually. I thought oh, that, that was a one? different name. That was worshipped in the region. We don't have to look it up now. Okay. Um, and burn their engraved images with fire. For you are a holy people to Yahweh your God. Yahweh your God has chosen you to be a people for his own possession above all peoples who are on the face of the earth. Yahweh His didn't... own possession. Uh-huh. Yikes. Yeah. Well, and also like this kind of, uh, you know, you, is it, I think that I've heard of people like going and destroying, you know, other religious things in the world. Yeah, I think you we've know, heard just, of that a couple I think times. We've heard maybe. Of that, yeah. yeah. I think I read well, about it in sure. a magazine once. <laughs> but this is like, yeah, again, setting precedent for that. It's just, uh, it's really it, sad. Yeah, knowing it, is. it is. The way that the world currently is the state of it and that it has been over time yeah and has- it's just kind of like all written here in black and white it's like well god said that it was fine to do this that in fact i should do it so i'm gonna do it yeah this is how it's you're like- successful as a people is you destroy everyone else i wonder how common this was at the time like were these new things they were doing or was this just what everyone did you know what i mean mm-hmm. like when when you know if the canaanites conquered someone else would they do the same thing i don't know I mean, well, okay. Maybe this isn't good I don't know either. comparative analysis, but if we think about the Egyptian... Okay, not good comparative analysis because I'm just basing it on what we've read in the Bible. Okay. So if we think about the Egyptians, the Egyptians <clears throat> didn't exactly go in and be like, we got to kill all of them. I mean, they were like, we got to kill the firstborn sons, but they weren't mm. like, we got to destroy all their holy objects and not allow them to worship. And we need to make sure that they only worship our gods. At least not that was written. I feel like if that was happening, that would have been written down in this tale, because that would be another instance of the Israelites being oppressed. Yeah. Huh. But I thought that was one of the issues of contention, wasn't it? Because Pharaoh was, was worshipped as a god, and them having Yahweh, who they thought was a greater god than Pharaoh, uh-huh. was a problem. Well, sure, but... but wasn't that a problem with in Joseph? Or there was something where I remember that coming up. Well, if you don't remember specifically... Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Yahweh didn't set his love on you, nor choose you, because you were more in number than any people, for you were the fewest of all peoples. (laughs) Really? (laughs) Really? Because it seems like the numbers you were given leaving Egypt was a lot of people. They were pretty ample. Yeah, okay. Um, But because Yahweh loves you, and because he would keep the oath which he swore to your fathers, has Yahweh brought you out with a mighty hand and redeemed you out of the house of bondage from the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt? Know therefore that Yahweh your God, he is God, the faithful God, who keeps covenant and loving kindness with them who love him and keep his commandments to a thousand generations. There's a lot of, there's, there's a lot more love talk than we've gotten up to this point. I noticed that. That is a little surprising. Yeah. Like really playing up how loving, loving kindness he. Yeah. It's like, we know, we know how much uh, stuff he's done. 
but we just want you to remember how loving kindness he is. It's like they, they doubled <laughs> because, down on the PR. Mm. Yeah, exactly. The, you know, this is a propaganda book for sure. <laughs> or maybe, again, if Deuteronomy was written, actually not at the time that all this stuff was happening, maybe it's kind of like cultural trends around gods were changing. And so there was more of this narrative uh-huh. of like, hey, it's important if your god loves you back. <laughs> Oh, uh, maybe. Well, you yeah. know, as opposed uh. to him just being this ridiculous power that we have no, you know, no way to influence or dialogue with that maybe just the trend yeah. in God worship in general was, oh, yeah, loving gods are in. They are in, yeah. baby. <laughs> loving Super gods in. are in. Okay. Uh, and he repays those who hate him to their face. Oof. <laughs> to, okay. Not behind their back. To destroy them. He will not be slack to him who hates him. He will repay him to his face. Mm. Mm. Sweet. Mm. Right in Ugh. the face. You shall therefore keep the commandment and the statutes and the ordinances which I command you this day to do them. It shall happen because you listen to these ordinances and keep and do them that Yahweh your God will keep with you the covenant and the loving kindness which he swore to your fathers. And he will love you and bless you. So he has so much more love. Yeah. This love has been love. said a billion more times than we've ever encountered it in the entire Old Testament so far, more, I think. More times in this episode than in all the rest of yes. the Old Testament that we've read so okay. far. So he'll love you. He'll bless you. He'll multiply you. He will also bless <laughs> the fruit of your body. Mm. Uh, what? And the fruit of your ground, your grain, and your new wine, and your oil the increase of your cattle and the young of your flock in the land which he swore to your fathers to give you. you I just love that it's like the multiply, he's going to multiply you, like they're clones or something. <laughs> like I can just see like everyone kind of being cloned and yeah. coming out. You shall be blessed above all peoples. There shall not be male or female barren among you or among your cattle. That's a, what a promise. Oh, okay. that's, yeah. Wow. That's a big uh, uh-huh. proclamation right there. Yahweh will take away from you all sickness and none of the evil diseases of Egypt, which excuse me, you know, will he, which, you know, will he put on you, but will lay them on all those who hate you. That sentence didn't quite make sense. I think they're trying to say that with, Oh, he's going to disease the people who don't believe in me. Yes. None of the evil diseases will he put on you. He will lay them on all those who hate you. I got it. Well, I call bull poop on that one right there. (laughs) Well, it's kind of this impossible goal to reach, right? It's like all of these statutes I do feel like are impossible for all human beings to carry out through the entirety of their lives. And especially for all human beings, a huge group of human beings to concurrently carry out all of these statutes. So if anything bad happens, there's always going to be the excuse of like, it's because someone did something bad. Right. Hmm, yeah. It's it's true. an impossible goal to hit. You yeah, know. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So Yahweh never actually has to put his money where his mouth is, essentially. Because you're not going to do all these yeah, things. Yeah, because they're so. Because they're human yeah. and they're imperfect, yeah. and that's how it's going to be. You know, we wow. establish this ritual for for cleansing yourself because we establish that being unclean is temporary and can be cleansed. So we know you're going to get unclean in some way. But we're still going to dangle in front of you this idea of like, if you could, by your own power, somehow actually follow all this stuff, then, then, oh my goodness, I'm going to give you like a freaking solid gold toaster. You're never going to get sick (laughs) again. Like you'll never get adult acne ever in your life. Like all the sex you ever have is going to be good. Everyone's going to be fertile. It's just going to be great. 
You shall consume all the peoples who Yahweh your God shall deliver to you. Your eyes shall not pity them, neither shall you serve their gods, for that will be a snare to you. If you're, if you, if I can speak English. <laughs> Wait, what? If, it's, <laughs> this if, is a difficult chapter. It's if, difficult to understand. Uh-huh. Yeah. If you shall say in your heart, these nations are more than I, how can I dispossess them? Mm. You'd probably be a reasonable person. <laughs> These nations are more than I meaning like they have more people in them. Yeah, and greater. Greater, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You shall okay. not be afraid of them. You shall well remember what Yahweh your God did to Pharaoh and to all Egypt. Awkward. Yeah. The, the great trials which your eyes saw and the signs and the wonders and the mighty hand and the outstretched arm whereby <laughs> Yahweh your God brought you out. So shall Yahweh your God do to all the peoples of whom you are afraid. Moreover, Yahweh your God will send the hornet among them until those who are left and hide themselves perish from before you. I, I'm In my mind, he's talking about the green hornet. Oh, see, because in my mind, it was a callback to when we were talking about bees and stuff. The, the green oh. hornet? Yeah, because, you know, he's talking about these bad guys. and It's like you send in the green hornet and him and Cato go in and, and mess everyone and that's up. Not, is that also Jeremy Renner? Is Jeremy Renner back? Who plays the green hornet? <laughs> well, No, that was... Uh, wasn't that oh what's his name that uh it was seth rogan yeah seth rogan what seth rogan yeah not part of the same universe right i don't think okay so we'll send in green Green hornet's a dc thing yes okay yes we're gonna send in (laughs) seth rogan i'm looking up some translations here because i'm confused about this this hornet hornet thing some translations will say are saying uh, god will send terror on them Hmm. which is interesting send hornets okay so the English Standard Version says hornets, plural, not just the green hornet, but just hornets. The um, hornet. God's Word translation says the Lord your God will spread panic among them. Huh. Um, yeah, a few of them say panic among them. I mean, if there were hornets among me, I would panic for sure. Yeah, that's true. Depends it, on the amount of hornets. Interesting. The Message Bible says, and to top it off, the hornet. Now that's the the hornet what? with a capital H, okay, as in one hundred percent Seth Rogen, a proper name. It's Seth Rogen, and to okay. top it off, the hornet God will unleash the hornet on them until every survivor in hiding is dead. Jeez. Okay, we gotta look that up. We gotta look. That yeah, up. let's we'll do some research what exactly on that for the, the hornet, hornet is the, the hornet. capital H hornet. <laughs> okay, you shall not that's be scared hilarious. of them, for Yahweh your God is in the midst of you, a great and awesome God. So yep. awesome! Our God is an awesome. God, God. is an awesome God. It's yeah. true. Okay. I te- I toyed with the idea of, of of a variation on that being our theme song for this show. Is it not copy protected? Oh, it is. That's why I was going to be a sort of a parody. Of I it. see. Okay. That Wait, I was, that is I was that a? Write. What is that? What? Our God, God is an awesome God. He reigns from heaven above with wisdom, power, and love. Our God is an awesome God. The number of times I'm we're just going to sing on the show and terrorize Emily. I yeah. just love it. Yeah. Her face during that singing was delightful. Okay. Uh, yeah, our God is an awesome God. It's by Lifehouse, I think. Is it really? Is it that modern? I think modern? so. Yeah, it's more Seriously? modern than I expected. Is Lifehouse... Didn't they have a one song that was <laughs> they had a lot of songs no maybe i'm thinking of someone else I oh no they had like one hit yeah sorry it's a awesome god is a contemporary worship song <laughs> written by rich mullins 
And it was originally recorded in 1988, but it was covered yeah, by everybody. It's, yeah, it's covered by everybody. It's like the quintessential contemporary Christian worship song, I feel. Uh, uh, I, oh, I don't you, know oh, if I would say it's going to take issue with that. Well, it's, it's one of. Sure. But I think that when you think of just, it scratches all the boxes. It scratches it those scratches boxes. It scratches the boxes. <laughs> it scratches them down and up. Just um, gently... It checks all them. the boxes <laughs> of easy to learn, simple lyrics, has hand signals that go along with it, very simple oh, melody. Your favorite. Um, yeah, Dedeker loves the hand signals. Not that go really along that great it. of a song. Um, like it just it it scratches all those boxes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Dedeker, you're funny. It scratches them you right turn out. A phrase sometimes. Just sometimes I'm drinking, funny. and I also the way it. in which you pronounce things. There was something at the beginning of this episode that I was like, I wanted to. I forgot. Oh, what it was. Tease me about it. it later. I'm gonna keep reading the Bible. Uh, okay. Yes. Great and awesome God. Yes. Yahweh, your God will cast out those nations before you little, but little and little, you may not Ooh. consume them at once. Lest the animals of the field increase on you. Wait, what does wait, that mean? Sorry, what? <laughs> and also consume them. Are we talking about cannibal- cannibalism? 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 What does the message say about this verse? <laughs> what verse number is this? 22. 22. Okay. Hang on. Let's see. Also like the animals of the field increase on you. Like are the animals just going to increase and become so massive and mighty that like you can't get through to these other people to like kill them? Okay, this okay, the message is wacky. God yeah, I, God, your God will get rid of these nations bit by bit. You won't be permitted to wipe them all out at once, lest the wild animals take over and overwhelm you. Okay, hang on. I know why this verse is in there. What? I 100% know why this verse is in there. Why? It's Please because enlighten us. Someone, some smarmy Israelite was like, well, if Yahweh's going to hand over all this land to us and like we're destined to have it, and if we follow his statutes, he's just going to give it to us, why can't he just like let us wipe out everyone at once? you know and just mm, click you know yeah. snap your fingers and then gone and then moses like well you know i you mean can't procreate that fast yeah well it's just well i mean like he could this like yahweh could he could if he wanted to but it's but you know if like th- like just think about it think about it like if you got rid of everyone at once like what's left Huh? All What's the, left? And all the wild animals the wild are going to take over. They're just going to eat. They're going to have the, so much. The giraffes and the gorillas are just going to come galloping eat. in, and they're going to take over the cities oh. full of good things. And they're going to eat all the grapes in the vineyards that you didn't plant. And they're going to climb up in the watchtower and throw their own feces at you. And then you're going to be sad. <laughs> I, I, okay. I was imagining almost more of like uh, Narnia world even where it's like all the centaurs and the satyrs and you know all of them are gonna the unicorns. take over and the but you see have you seen what's happening in greece do you want that <laughs> i don't think that you want that do you mm. this is how we get centaurs oh snap you're right did centaurs happen now no. what what no, is that question emily a, uh, what is, hang on hang on no hang on jace hang okay. on <laughs> i'm sorry what is that question, Emily? What do you mean? It wasn't by that a question? real question. Okay. It was just like I, just, I don't understand like why those two things were related. Like you were talking about centaurs, and then you're like, Greece has animals on throwing was, feces at the humans. Like what? He was making a reference to humans and animals crossbreeding with each other and making things like centaurs. Because you said Narnia with centaurs, and so then I was referencing Greece and Greek mythology that has centaurs and kind of holding them up. 
as okay. a example of like this is what we don't want to have happen when the I wild animals were talking take over. about Greece currently because you know they're like having a little bit of a challenging time right now. I know all the centaurs. And so hang on, you thinking it was overrun? Hang on, hang on, Emily, hang on. And so you thinking I was talking on. about Greece currently prompted you to ask if centaurs are a thing again. You know, you were talking about all of those things at once. I didn't know where your timelines were. Because, yeah, remember, like, it said, I thought that, like, it was common knowledge that, like, unicorns maybe used to be around. Like, Is that probably common not. knowledge? I don't know. Like, people were like, yeah, li- yeah, they're just extinct now. It's probably crap, but maybe. I thought, that, then, uh, I thought that it was what? just that someone saw a rhinoceros once and poorly described it to someone. And then they wrote it down as like a horse with a horn because that stuff happened that. all the time back then when you couldn't oh, just bet. take a picture on your smartphone and be like, this is what it looks like. You could be like, it's oh, this big beast with like four, four, you know, hooves and it runs along the ground and it has this big horn. And then you're like, ooh, I know what but that it's is. on their nose. The horn is on their nose, not on their forehead. Well, but you also have to account for there being language barriers and mm, things getting mistranslated right, right. and... Like that stuff happened all the time. That's that's why freaking mermaids are because someone saw a manatee once. <gasps> oh, they're like, I saw this manatee geez. and it was so hot. <laughs> they're like, the bottom half was like a fish and the top half was really adorable. And then someone <laughs> drew a mermaid. So there's like, oh, like a person, but with a fish yeah. bottom. Uh-huh. That sounds like something else. But great, yeah, okay. Great. We're so close uh, to the end of this chapter. Can we finish this? Okay. All right. I have a translation to read, but I'll read it oh, at the end. Oh, it's sure? a little prize oh, at the end. Okay, yeah. great. Yeah. Um, okay. Oh, animals of the field. Yes. Whew, we really went on a tangent with that one. Okay. <laughs> yeah, we did. Yeah. But Yahweh, your God, will deliver them up before you and will confuse them with a great confusion. This is how I okay. feel. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Until they be destroyed. He will deliver their kings <laughs> into your hand and you shall make their name to perish from under the sky. There shall be no man be able... There shall no man be able to stand before you until you have destroyed them. The what? Engra- the engraved images I, of... Uh, yeah, I know that is confusing. Hang on. There shall be... There <laughs> shall no man be able to stand She's before you along. until you have destroyed them. Yeah, I don't know about that one oh, either. Maybe it's like, okay, no one can stand before you. You're going to beat everybody uh-huh. until you've beat all the ones I've told you to beat, and then maybe someone will beat you. Okay. I think that's... <laughs> What? That, I don't know about that logic, Chase. <laughs> it makes sense to me. Until okay, you it's sort of like putting like an ending clause on the contract, <laughs> you know? Oh, yeah. Maybe it's kind of like a just in case. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. The engraved images of their gods shall you burn with fire. Ooh, yeah. You shall not covet the silver or the, or the gold that is on them, nor take oh, it to you. Oh, but come on. No, he's like, no. Lest you be snared therein, for it is an abomination to Yahweh your God. Interesting, yeah. You shall not bring an abomination into your house and become a devoted thing like it. You shall utterly detest it, and you shall utterly abhor it, for it is a devoted thing. What did you think devoted thing means in uh, this context? Like, like well, an idol. Like they loved it. They loved yeah. this thing that was not God, and so kill it with fire, yeah, they've, literally. They've imbued it with some powers. A devote, like, meaning that other things were devoted to it? It's just, like, devoted is such a weird word. Like, a, I don't know, here. an object of power or a holy object, I assume. Uh, let's yeah, that's one shows devotion for. Yeah. I'm looking up translations here. A cursed thing is used. Oh. Some are just, like, because they're oh. under the ban. 
A decent oh, band. All right. Great. Yeah. <laughs> There's some band things. This is one of them. So don't even. Yeah. Uh, okay. What's your funny thing, Jace? Okay. This is Tyndale. Our good buddy of Tyndale. Um, How could I f- forget Mr. <laughs> Tyndale? Yeah. So this is that verse about um, driving out the nations little by little so that the wild beasts don't take over it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is what Tyndale has to say. And I think Tyndale really captures this the most accurately here. <clears throat> The Lord thy God will put out these nacios before the... Nacios? Nacios. What's a nacio? Like a nation? Nations, yeah. Oh, nacios. Oh. Uh, N-A-C-I-O-S. Oh. Nacios. Nacios. I like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's cute. <laughs> uh, the Lord thy God will put out these nacios before thee a little ad a little. Thou mayest not consume thee at once, lest the beasties of the field uh, increase upon thee. <laughs> The beasties. You wouldn't want them beasties of the field increasing <laughs> upon you. And the beasties is spelled B E E S T E S. Bless him. Beasties. 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 Like it's, it's like a bee. With Tyndale, a, I can't tell. It's not, yeah, it's not the hornet. It's the beast. I'm like, Tyndale, were you a 15th century genius or were you a 21st century toddler? I can't tell. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Based geez. on the spelling, you know? I also just love the like... The like kind of accent you put on every time you do <laughs> Tyndale, true. and you're like, and then the you know the beasties and like the hornets and a whatever. Tiny, a tiny bit of fop you sprinkle in. Mm, yeah, yeah, he's definitely foppish. I, I'll give you that. Uh, uh, well, wow. alrighty. Now I'm looking up the Tyndale verse about the hornets. We didn't even do that before. Uh, oh, oh, yes, please. There too. The Lord thy God will send hornetus among them until they that are left and hide themselves from thee, from thee to be destroyed. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yep. The hornetus. The hornetus. The green hornet. Uh, the hornetus. The Rogan. <laughs> what if? What if one of the translations? was some sort of like hidden way of saying Seth Rogen and that really that's part of the prophecy. Oh shoot. That would be yeah, that's a good conspiracy I, theory. It's brilliant. Yeah. I, I don't know about that. Wait, what was the one that Ryan Reynolds was in? Daredevil? No. no. That, that was oh Jason. Jason. That was Ben even Affleck, I know okay? That. Oh, I get those two confused. <laughs> what? They were not even remotely similar. Was he the Green Arrow? Okay, no, Ryan Reynolds and Blake Lively met on the, He's the Green Lantern. set of Green Lantern. Of, there you thank you, Dedeker. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, Green Lantern's different from Green Hornet. Also, Green Lantern is I know, is Marvel. But they're right? both green. Or are they both DC? I, Shoot. I don't know. Dedeker, do I you think, have it up? <laughs> I, I, do we have to talk about this now? Nah. That's yeah, fine. he's DC. He's in the Justice League. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, cool. Wait, are there two green things in DC? <laughs> There's several Called green the things. The green something? There's several green things. There's Green Lantern. There's the Green Hornet, and there's Green also Arrow. Green Arrow. Yeah. Well, that's just DC. What were you thinking? <laughs> they they found the color that works for them, and they're going with it. Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, what's going to happen next time? Uh, probably more recap. Probably I I don't know, but yeah, more statutes and limitations. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I would know. I would think so. Probably more. Do you think these Israelites are ever going to actually get into Canaan? Or we're going to do all this talking? I mean, I have a rough Maybe sense of in how the, the next story goes. book. In the next book, you think? Yeah, I think that it might take us this whole book to just go over statutes and then we'll get just to the Canaan prep. at the end. Just yeah. the prep. Okay. Yeah. All righty. Because it, I'm pretty it, sure that it's 
Sorry, go ahead. Thirty-two. Emily. No, it's like thirty-two chapters, right? Yeah, we're cruising along though. We just got through seven of them now. Oh yeah, we're making yeah. good progress. All right. All right. Okay. All right. Oh goodness. We'll see, but yeah, it's probably gonna because I mean Deuteronomy we looked up means the second laws or whatever yes. the second law, so it's probably gonna be the laws. Review. Yeah. We love laws. That's okay. We love laws on we this show. We laws love, are great. Do we? Yeah. Yeah. We need to know okay. how to how to act. We mm-hmm. need to know what shellfish to not eat. This is the context that I think All is going to set. May. Yeah. Well, this is going to set the stage for everything that we learn after this. So mm. I think it's important to really like drive home. This is the cultural basis and like the base set of laws that literally everything else in this whole book is going to be based on this. Right, because it's all really? about the Israelites. Right, it's all the about the rest of the the rest of this of the New Old Testament of all of it. The, okay, because Jesus was an Israelite. You know, he was a Jew. So, like, they're all yeah. part of this same lineage. So, like, having this foundation—that's why it's worth learning. I think. All right, you know? yeah. I almost love it. I almost just asked if Jesus was some random Jew. <laughs> And then I was like, I guess uh, technically, according to these people, he wasn't. But according to the Jewish people, he might have been. Wait, according to Just which people? Random, like, uh, or maybe, sorry, uh, the the New Testament people. Christians, that's what they're called. <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> Jesus was a Jew. Christians yeah. do know that. Yeah, he was. I'm not, I was saying but she meant like just a random he, guy. if he was some random guy. Yes. Yeah. No, the New Testament does does try to show that his lineage is related to important people because mm. that's important, I guess. Mm-hmm. Right. <clears throat> but either way, cool. he was a Jew nonetheless, which meant that he was raised with these sorts of things being part of his culture. Okay. Interesting. Oh, yeah. It's worth wow. knowing. Amazing. Okay. So wow. let's wrap things up. That's it. I got nothing else. Thank you for joining us for Bible study today. If you want even more Drunk Bible Study, including ad-free episodes, early releases, personal toasts on the show, and more, become one of our patrons at patreon.com slash drunkbiblestudy. If you enjoy the show, take a moment to subscribe and write us a nice review on iTunes or Stitcher, letting other people know what you like about it. You can also find us on Twitter at DrunkBibleCast, on Instagram at DrunkBibleStudy, or send us an email to info at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study is created and produced by Emily Matlack, Dedeker Winston, and me, Jace Lindgren. Our theme song is Book Club by Josh and Onan from their album, Home of The The The. The theme song for the book of Deuteronomy is Truth in the Stones by Kevin McLeod. For more information, visit us at drunkbiblestudy.com. Drunk Bible Study.